0: Mindsets such as secular humanism or materialism that relegate miraculous biblical events to simple non-supernatural input, evolution, atheism, paganism, doctrines of men and of devils, all have one defining foundational position in common, rebellion against it is written, the word of God found in the majority text King James Bible. The Bible is the inerrant word of God and to impudently reject its directives is to be found a fool. The contrary position is to fear God and His Word. Psalms chapter 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. His praise endureth forever. As it was in the beginning, where man had two choices, eat from the tree of life and live, or from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and die, so it is today. Mankind can choose the fear of God and the wisdom of His Word, or reject holy writ and become a fool. Now for today's subject. God said in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, "In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth." God said in Exodus chapter 20 verse 11, "For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it." The Bible teaches an earth just over 6,000 years old. There is no room for the foolishness of evolution. Moses believed in the young earth, all the prophets and apostles believed in the young earth, Jesus Christ and his heavenly Father also believe in the young earth, simply because it is truth. Man said that evolution is the answer to all life's questions. He said that this physical world is a product of actually nothing, exploding into real, tangible building materials, and through a process of time and chance, evolved miraculously into what we are today. Man also says that the earth is billions of years old. Now the record. Before 1859 and Charles Darwin, the prevailing view of man was that the age of the earth was young, about 5,850 years or so. Darwin was a former theology student and turned materialist. His first book, The Origin of Species, catapulted him into the status of the father of the doctrine of evolution. It's hard to fathom how this untenable, unprovable theory ever saw the light of day. It's another testimony of the polluted heritage of Adam and Eve. Eve believed the lie of Satan, rejected God's truth, and Adam followed suit. Ever since then, it's been like mother, like daughter, like father, like son. Believing lies is easy. It's simply a matter of heritage, thus the necessity of being born again. See further with Jesus on this website. Evolution has effectively promoted the causes of atheism, Lenin and Trotsky's communism, Adolf Hitler's deranged mind, racism, immorality, and demon possession, just to name a few obvious categories. But I have great news for you. Evolution is dead. They just forgot to bury the corpse. Scientists with impressive credentials are leaving the doctrines of evolution. Unfortunately, no one has informed the general public. As Science Digest reported, scientists who utterly reject evolution may be one of our fastest growing controversial minorities. Many of the scientists supporting this position hold impressive credentials in science. Evolutionist Sir Fred Hoyle, the notion that the operating programmer of a living cell could be arrived at by chance in a primordial soup here on the earth is evidently nonsense of a high order. Researcher and mathematician I.L. Cohen, at that moment, When the DNA-RNA system became understood, the debate between evolutionists and creationists should have come to a screeching halt. The implications of the DNA-RNA were obvious and clear. Mathematically speaking, based on probability concepts, there is no possibility that evolution was the mechanism that created the approximately 6 million species of plants and animals we recognize today. Evolutionist Michael Denton. The complexity of the simplest known type of cell is so great that it is impossible to accept that such an object could have been thrown together suddenly by some kind of freakish, vastly improbable event. Such an occurrence would be indistinguishable from a miracle. Peter Saunders, University of London, and May Wan Ho, Open University. From the claims made for neo-Darwinism, one could easily get the impression that it has made great progress toward explaining evolution, mostly leaving the details to be cleared up. In fact, quite the reverse is true. Evolutionist, the uh, evolutionist, excuse me, Doctor Colin Patterson. No one has ever produced a species by mechanisms of natural selection. No one has ever gotten near it. Evolutionist Greg Kirby. If you were to spend your life picking up bones and finding little fragments of head and little fragments of jaw, there's a very strong desire there to exaggerate the importance of those fragments. Evolutionist Lord Zolly Zuckerman, students of fossil primates have not been distinguished for caution. The record is so astonishing that it is legitimate to ask whether much science is in this field at all. Evolutionist Tom Kemp, a circular argument arises. Interpret the fossil record in terms of particular theory of evolution, inspect the interpretation, and note that it confirms the theory. Well, it would, wouldn't it? Evolutionist Edmund Ambrose, We have to admit that there is nothing in the geological records that runs contrary to the view of conservative creationists. Paleontologist and evolutionist Dr. Niles Eldridge, American Museum of Natural History. The only competing explanation for the order we all see in the biological world is the notion of special creation. Sir Fred Hoyle, astronomer, cosmologist, and mathematician, Cambridge University. I have little hesitation in saying that a sickly pale now hangs over the Big Bang Theory. Thomas Barnes, Ph.D. physicist. The best physical evidence that the Earth is young is a dwindling resource that evolutionists refuse to admit is dwindling the magnetic energy in the field of the earth's dipole magnet to deny that it is dwindling uh, excuse me to deny that it is a dwindling resource is phony physics sir fred hoyle astronomer cosmologist and mathematician cambridge university the likelihood of the formation of life from inanimate matter is one to a number with 40000 knots after it It is big enough to bury Darwin in the whole theory of evolution. If the beginnings of life were not random, they must therefore have been the product of purposeful intelligence. Molecular Biologist Michael Denton Is it really credible that random processes could have constructed a reality, the smallest element of which a functional protein or gene is complex beyond anything produced by the intelligence of man? C. Everett Koop, former U.S. Surgeon General When I make an incision with my scalpel, I see organs of such intricacy that there simply hasn't been enough time for natural evolutionary processes to have developed them. Mathematician P. Saunders and Biologist M. Ho. We ourselves would be less concerned about falsifiability if Neo-Darwinism was a powerful theory with major successes to its credit, but this is simply not the case. C. Martin in American Scientist the mass of evidence shows that all, or almost all, known mutations are unmistakably pathological and the few remaining ones are highly suspect. PR Paul Grasset Evolutionist No matter how numerous they may be, mutations do not produce any kind of evolution. Arthur Kosler, author In the meantime The educated public continues to believe that Darwin has provided all the relevant answers by the magic formula of random mutations plus natural selection, quite unaware of the fact that random mutations turned out to be irrelevant and natural selection a tautology. Norman Macbeth, Darwinism has failed in practice. Lyle Watson, Ph.D., evolutionist, modern apes seem to have sprung out of nowhere. They have no yesterday, no fossil record, and the true origin of modern humans is, if we are to be honest with ourselves, an equally mysterious matter. Wolfgang Smith, Ph.D. The evolutionist thesis has become more stringently unthinkable than ever before. John Woodmorapi, geologist. 80 to 85% of Earth's land, land surface does not have even three geological periods appearing in correct consecutive order. It becomes an overall exercise of gargantuan special pleading and imagination for the evolutionary uniformitarian paradigm to maintain that there ever were geological periods. Evolutionist S. Lovetrop. Micromutations do occur. But the theory that these alone can account for evolutionary change is either falsified or else it is an unfalsifiable, hence metaphysical theory. I suppose that nobody will deny that is a great misfortune if the entire branch of science becomes addicted to a false theory. But this is what has happened in biology. I believe that one day the Darwinian myth will be ranked the greatest deceit in the history of science. When this happens, many people will pose the question, how did this ever happen. J. O'Rourke in the American Journal of Science. The intelligent layman has long suspected circular reasoning in the use of rocks to date fossils and fossils to date rocks. The geologist has never bothered to think of a good reply. N. H. Nielsen, famous botanist and evolutionist. My attempts to demonstrate evolution by an experiment carried on for more than 40 years have completely failed. Luther Sutherland, science researcher. None of the five museum officials could offer a single example of a transitional series of fossilized organisms that would document the transformation of one basically different type to another. Tom Kemp of Oxford University. As is well known, most fossil species appear instantaneously in the fossil record. Francis Hitching, archaeologist. The curious thing is that there is a consistency about the fossil gaps. The fossils are missing in all the important places. David Kitts, paleontologist and evolutionist. Evolution requires intermediate forms between species and paleontology does not provide them. Gary Parker, Ph.D. biologist and paleontologist and former evolutionist. Fossils are a great embarrassment to evolutionary theory and offer strong support for the concept of creation. Wolfgang Smith, Ph.D., physicist and mathematician. A growing number of respectable scientists are defecting from the evolutionist camp. Moreover, for the most part, these experts have abandoned Darwinism not on the basis of religious faith or biblical persuasions, but on strictly scientific grounds, and in some cases, regretfully. I. Cohen mathematician, and archaeologist. It is not the duty of science to defend the theory of evolution and stick by it to the bitter end, no matter what illogical or unsupported conclusions it offers. Ludwig von Bertalanffy, biologist. The fact that a theory so vague, so insufficiently verifiable, and so far from the criteria otherwise applied in hard science has become a dogma can only be explained on sociological grounds. Malcolm Muggeridge, well-known philosopher. The theory of evolution will be one of the great jokes in the history books of the future. Posterity will marvel that so flimsy and dubious an hypothesis could be accepted with the incredible credulity that it has. Dr. Colin Patterson, Senior Paleontologist, British Museum of Natural History, London. The following quote was taken from a speech given by Dr. Patterson. Last year I had a sudden realization. For over twenty years I had thought I was working on evolution in some way. One morning I woke up and something had happened in the night, and it struck me that I had been working on this stuff for twenty years and there was not one thing I knew about it. That's quite a shock to learn that one can be so misled so long. Either there was something wrong with me or there was something wrong with evolutionary theory. Naturally, I know there's nothing wrong with me, so the last few weeks I've tried putting a simple question to various groups of people. question is, can you tell me anything you know about evolution, any one thing, any one thing that is true? I tried that question on the geology staff at the Field Museum of Natural History, and the only answer I got was silence. I tried it on the members of the Evolutionary Morphology Seminar in the University of Chicago, a very prestigious body of evolutionists, and all I got there was silence for a long time, and eventually one person said, I do know one thing, it ought not to be taught in high school. God said in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Man said that evolution is the answer to all life's questions. He said that this physical world is a product of actually nothing, exploding into real tangible building material, and through a process of time and chance, evolved miraculously into what we are today. Man also says that the earth is billions of years old. Now you have the record.